0: You are listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. Because it's you. By Panny Down Under. On AO3. She stood out, even in her mask and costume dress. Dana Scully, barely over five feet tall, even in heels, was unmistakable anywhere. She wore a floor-length purple gown that nipped tight at the waist, like a medieval courtier. It flared out at the hip, accentuating her tiny measurements. The bodice was bonded and the neckline daringly low, creamy cleavage enhanced by the row of sequins around it. Her hair was piled on her head, and her mask, black and purple, was studded with beads and crystals so that it flashed under the lights. Her lips were painted deep red, and she darkened the mole above her mouth so that all you could do was look at it. Mulder sucked in a slow breath, tasting his own rising arousal. He looked away as she walked to the drinks table. There were many tantalizing costumes, and Mulder spent some time trying to mentally name who was behind the masks based on hair color and height. But the men blended. So many dark-haired, six-foot-tall, slim-built agents in black tuxedos, and wearing low hats or masks or both. He imagines that is what it would have been like at early FBI functions, a fedora on every head. He sipped a beer, the bitter taste reminding him of El Rico, and the growing distance between him and Scully. Before Antarctica, he'd have invited her to this ball as a friend, hoping for something more. Life was cleaner, tidier then. But now everything was a mess. Diana was here somewhere. He hadn't spotted her, but she was bound to find him. He wanted to speak to Scully first, but she was talking with a small group of agents, all male, all nodding down at her. Mulder adjusted his mask and imagined what they were all thinking. He'd thought it too. Often. Fox, she said, laying a hand across his shoulder and turning him. I saw you lift your mask. He looked down at her long fingers, nails painted bright red to match her lips. Diana was wearing a simple, form-fitting green satin gown, and her mask was silver, with emerald feathers around the top. A simple silver chain dropped an oval pendant to the line between her breasts. He lingered a moment. You look nice, Agent Fowley. She lifted her mask to reveal smoky eyes. Agent Fowley, how formal. And here I was hoping to ask you to dance. Mulder looked over at Scully. Another agent had joined the party. Taller, dark hair sprinkled with gray. Jack Willis, maybe? When Scully laughed, he knew. He put his beard down and smiled at Diana. Sure, lead the way. Feathers and sequins and beads scattered across the floor. The music was ramped up. Food had been presented on decorated platters. But now all that was left were curling sandwiches and wilted lettuce leaves. Drinks had continued to flow. Laughter was more raucous. He danced with Diana for a while, chatted with her, drunk too much and not eaten enough. Scully had danced only with Willis. Their height difference and closeness would have afforded Willis the perfect view of Scully's breasts. Mulder swallowed. Drink, Fox? Diana asked before tugging on his bow tie. Or perhaps you might want to head outside? Back home? He stepped back, and her hand fell away. He watched Scully head toward the drinks table and pick up a sparkling wine. She still had her mask on. She still hadn't acknowledged him. And Willis was close by her side, mask off, satisfied grin cracking open his face. She looks like she's enjoying herself, Diana said, a smirk on her face. What do you say, Fox? Taxi? Distracted. He shoved his hands in his pockets and spun around. He only realized Diana had left when he saw the back of her sauntering to the doors. Mulder sighed and swallowed a beer in three long gulps. He headed over to where Scully was talking to Willis. He stood just behind them, fiddling with his mask. Scully glanced over her shoulder to him, and from just below her own mask, he saw her lips purse. Without the full face to read, He wasn't sure if it was a genuine greeting or a contemptuous acknowledgement. She turned away, put her glass on the table, and headed toward the restrooms. Willis moved to a group of agents nearby, leaving Mulder alone with just his thoughts. The passageway beyond the toilets was shadowed with possibility. She let the door shut behind her, and he made his move, slipping up behind her and linking his arms around her waist. She looked over her shoulder, but he pushed her forward. What are you doing? He said nothing, ushering her towards the deserted corridor. He swiped her through and turned her into one of the meeting rooms, pressing her face first against the wall just inside. She hitched in her breath. Gently, he took her hands and held them above her head, both wrists in one hand. She looked up, stretching her neck. He bent down to kiss the skin at her back, silk against his lips. She sucked in a breath. The floral, fresh aroma of her perfume rose under his mask, and he flexed his fingers around her wrists as she writhed against him. You like that. She said nothing, but her long exhale emboldened him. He traced more kisses around her neck, out along her collarbone, and she turned her face to his, Their masks clashed and slipped aside. Mulder? Her voice was ragged. He used his free hand to remove Willis's mask. Her pained expression shocked him, and he let her hands go. I'm sorry, Scully, that was wrong. She reached up and removed his. Fingering the eye holes, she looked at him. I was going to say, Mulder, don't stop. You knew it was me. I was watching you all night, but you were with Agent Fowley. He shook his head. And you were with Jack Willis. She held up the mask and chuffed out a quiet laugh. Huh. <laughs> and you thought if you were him, you'd be in with a chance? That's not... No, Skelly. No. I shouldn't have done that with the mask. He left it on the table. I... There's no excuse, Scully. I was wrong. She reached out and twined her fingers through his. Mulder, I knew it was you. I'd recognize your profile and your gait anywhere. Mask or not. She leaned in to kiss him, full on the mouth. And I know your smell. And these lips, Mulder, she said, running her finger around them. They're unmistakable. He lifted her arms above her head and watched her breasts push together. You still like this, Scully? Because it's you, Mulder. Only because it's you. If you like this story, please follow the link to the writer's page and leave some love. Kudos, comments, or subscribe. They'll love hearing from you. Then you can head over to our Patreon page and contribute to Audio Fanfic Podcast. As a member, you are granted early access to one new story per month. That's www.patreon.com slash audiofanficpod. Thank you for listening, and remember, the stories are out there.